Joe Biden's tax plans have some serious changes coming to the tax system come 2021, including some taxpayers paying over 60% in taxes and some big changes coming to the investments and estate tax uh, systems. However, given that he hasn't been sworn in yet, we still have some time to make some changes in anticipation of what is likely to come. So in this video, I'm going to break down exactly what Biden has stated his changes are going to be to the tax system and then what you can do to potentially get ahead of these things and not allow them to impact you so much in the negative direction. So the way the video is going to be structured is I'm going to dive into the ways that taxes are likely to go up for you, how they might actually go down for you, and then kind of break it down in terms of individual versus business. And then in tomorrow's video, I'm going to talk about the larger macroeconomic picture here and how these are going to impact the economy as a whole. So before we dive in, quick little disclaimer here. Um, I'm not a tax professional. I'm not giving you tax advice. This is not applying to your personal situation. This is all just a YouTube video. I'm just a guy making a video. So uh, don't don't take anything I say too seriously. All right, so likely the most important area to you is like individual income taxes, okay? How are those going to change for you? And really the, the gist of the picture is that if you're not making over $400,000, your taxes probably aren't gonna go up that much, okay? Biden's whole kind of battle cry here is that he wants to repeal much of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which was uh, Trump's kind of biggest piece of, or one of his biggest pieces of legislation that he pushed through early in his tenure. Uh, he wants to roll back a lot of that because what that did was basically cut, <laughs> it was a tax cuts act, okay? It, it cut taxes. And so Biden wants to basically reverse that and increase tax for, for people exclusively making over $400,000. Now, how does this actually play out in real life? Well, uh, the first way is that the, the highest tax bracket is going to go up from 37% to 39.6%. This is where it was at under the Obama administration. And basically, Biden just wants to bump that back up. This only applies to income over about $520,000. So if you're making less than $520,000, this is going to have no impact on you. If you're making $550,000, it's only going to impact the $30,000 above the threshold. Okay, this is a marginal tax rate. If you know how income taxes work, you, know, you understand that. So this is only going to really impact people on a big level if they're making, say, a million dollars or more in a year. Okay, this isn't going to impact people who are just right around the threshold. Okay, so that's that's not too big of a change. But when coupled with the, the second big change for individuals could result in a combined income tax rate of over 60%. Okay, and that is that the Social Security payroll tax, okay, this is currently only applied to income below about $137,000, okay? And it's a 12.4% tax that's split equally between the employer and the employee, okay? So each person is paying 6.2%. Now, what Biden has proposed is that there were basically this, this will apply to income under $137,000 as it currently does, but then also to income above $400,000. Now, this is like the big change, okay? Because an additional 12.4% tax on income above that range is going to be significant, especially for self-employed people, okay? If you're self-employed, you pick up both halves of the tax, okay? So personally, I'm paying both halves of these taxes because I am self-employed. So the 6.2% the, the, the becomes 12.4%, which, which at that point, you're talking about some significant increases for self-employed people that are making a lot of money, okay? So that's where the, the, the big stuff hits, okay? But how does this equate to some people paying over 60% in taxes? Well, let's, let's break it down a quick example. Really where this applies is to people living in high income tax states like California, for example. I mean, you've heard a lot of people are leaving California and one of the reasons is because of the, the state income tax that are so high. And, and so uh, on California, for example, say you're in the top income tax bracket, okay? So you're now at the 39.6%, okay? You're there, you're adding the 6.2% from your social security tax that now applies to income over $400,000. So at that point, we're looking at about 45.8% uh, if my math holds. 
Then you're adding on the California state income tax, which is 12.3%. So at that point, we're north of 58%. And then you add in the net investment income tax of 3.8%. And now you're nearly 62% in taxes for someone in that highest income tax bracket. Now, this is the highest we've seen uh, the, the, the highest rate since about the 1980s. So this is, I mean, this could be pretty significant for people in that, that high income range, especially if you're self-employed, okay? Because at that point, you're picking up both halves of the social security tax, which again, is gonna make this this even even higher than, than the 62% that it's currently at. Now, if you're in a low or no income tax state, uh, this is gonna be a lot lower, probably around 40 or so percent. But um, if you are in a high income tax state like California, this could be pretty significant. Now, there are two other changes coming to individuals that are not gonna be as significant as these first two changes, but uh, one of which is that itemized deductions are being capped for people over $400,000 in income. Uh, they're basically reintroducing the piece limitation, which basically the gist of that is that if you are itemizing deductions, you're making over 400 grand, you're, you're going to be capped at the amount of itemized deductions that you can take. Doesn't apply to that many people, but if it does apply to you, could be a little bit significant. And then the QBI deduction is being phased out for incomes over $400,000. So QBI stands for Qualified Business Income, and basically it allows you to deduct up to 20% of your business's income if you meet a certain set of criteria. That's being phased out if you're over $400,000 in income. So again, doesn't apply to a lot of people, but if you are self-employed, this could be another hit to you. Now, that's that's the gist of what's happening on the individual income tax side. Now, there is some stuff that's going to be happening with your gift and estate taxes as well, as well as investments, as well as business income. Okay, so let's let's start peeling back the layers on those. So starting off with investments and gift tax, okay? So capital gain rates as they stand right now are generally about half of your marginal income tax rates, okay? So if you're, if you're getting capital gains from investments, you're paying less on that than you are from income, okay? Pretty straightforward. What the uh, Biden administration has proposed is that if you're making over a million dollars, okay? So you have to make it over a million dollars here, your capital gains are going to be taxed at your ordinary income rates. So this is, this is pretty significant because currently the top rate for capital gains is 23.8%, okay? And that's your 20% plus your 3.8% net investment tax that we mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, that's that's the top right now. So the top is gonna be moving from there to 39.6%, so basically doubling. And, and this is gonna be really significant because it, it, it might cause some, some larger investors to want to pull their profits now and take that smaller capital gains rate as opposed to holding stuff longer and paying more down the line, okay? Because if, if, if they have the option to pay 23.8% now or 39.6% later, what, what do you think they're gonna choose? You know, this could cause a, a, a significant pulling out of money from the market because people are, are worried that that they're gonna be paying more later. So that's, I mean, that's something to think about here and something that I'm thinking about a lot because these high net worth investors that are, that are making a lot of money uh, might be tempted to, to do some pulling of profits to lock in that lower rate. So that's, I mean, that's thing number one. Thing number two is that he has proposed eliminating the step up in basis, which is really, really big guys. Okay, like this is, this is massive. And I haven't heard that many people mentioning it. So I'm not really sure why this isn't being talked about more, but the step up in basis rule, basically when you die and you leave your stocks or your house or, or, or any like asset, most assets to your, your heirs, okay? They're getting a step up in basis, which means say, say you bought your house for $100,000, okay? And when you die, it's worth $500,000. There's a $400,000 gain there that if you had sold the house, you, you, you would have to pay taxes on. But if you pass that house to your, your 
children, okay, they get a step up in basis. So now their basis in the house has become $500,000. So if they were to sell it right away for $500,000, there's no gain, okay? This is huge for, for intergenerational wealth and for real estate investing. A, a lot of real estate investors, what they'll do is they'll 1039 exchange their buildings and they'll just basically like upgrade, 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 and then die and then leave this, this very appreciated building that, that to their heirs and their heirs owe no taxes on it. So like this is really significant. So that's, that's potentially going away with, with the step up in basis going away. And so this, this could change a lot of stuff for investors that are, that are worried about not being able to leave stuff with, with a step up in basis. And again, could be, could, could result in, in some money coming out of the markets. So that's, those are the two big changes to investments. And then when it comes to gift tax, there's also some really, really big changes here. So gift tax and estate tax systems are one in the same in the United States. And basically, as it stands right now, you've got 11.5 million, roughly 11.5 million in gifts that you can give during your lifetime without paying any taxes on them, okay? So you can give $11.4 million to anyone in the world, pay no taxes. You can give as much as you want to your spouse, but 11.5 million to, to everyone else, basically. And what, what's happening under Biden, what's likely to happen under Biden, is that that number is going to drop to 2009 levels of 3.5 million. So instead of getting the whole 11.5 million, you're only getting three and a half million that you can give gift tax free. Now, this can be pretty significant to people who were operating under the assumption that they could give 11.5 million and had their estate taxes planned around that because now things are getting kind of shaken up and they're not actually able to give as much as they thought. So this could be pretty significant for you if you are approaching that age, if you're giving out a lot of money to a lot of your, your family and, and just like people, uh, this could be significant for you. And also the top tax bracket for estate and gift tax is moving or is likely to move from 40% to 45%. Now this isn't a huge jump, but if you're, if you're talking millions of dollars here, 5% increase could, could be pretty significant. So that's, that's investments and estate taxes. When it comes to corporations, there's a couple changes here. First of which the corporate tax rate is moving from 21% to 28% likely. Again, all of this stuff is likely nothing is set in stone. Um, we'll, we'll have to see how things actually play out with, with Congress and, and what can actually get passed, but, or Biden has stated that he would like to move the corporate tax rate from 21 to 28%. Uh, Pre-Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, it was actually 35%, so this isn't even moving all the way back up to Pre-Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, but um, it is still a pretty significant increase, that 7% right there. Uh, and there's going to be, this this one I think is way more significant than that, a corporate minimum tax. Okay, so in the, in the personal income tax system, if you're making a lot of money, you also have to run alternative minimum tax projections to um, on your taxes. And basically what this means is like there's two tax systems. There's your regular, there's your alternative minimum tax system. And whichever one is higher, you have to pay. Now, recently, the alternative minimum tax system has, has really not become as popular because there's a lot a lot fewer people that it applies to. So most people don't even think about it, but there are two systems that you have to run and you have to pay the higher of the two. Now, Biden is proposing a similar situation with corporations because I mean, you've likely heard that that large companies like Amazon and Apple and like a lot of these guys don't necessarily pay that much in taxes relative to how much revenue they're getting. And a lot of that's because they're reinvesting their profits or they're using, um, I mean, they've got a lot of lawyers and a lot of, a lot of tax people that are very smart um, finding them ways to pay less in taxes. But what Biden is proposing is an alternative minimum tax for businesses where if, if your business is making over a hundred million dollars, okay, so you gotta be a pretty, a pretty decent sized business for this to even apply to you. But if you are making over a hundred million dollars, there's going to be an alternative minimum tax for you where you run both of the systems, the current system 
and the new alternative system, whichever one is higher, you have to pay. And the basis of the alternative system is that uh, it's going to be based on, at least he's, he said that it's going to be based on 15% of your book profits. Okay. So looking at a company's profits, is going to be calculated. So there's theoretically going to be less ways to kind of game the system or manipulate your numbers because you're looking at profits instead of um, kind of taxable income. So we'll see how that plays out, but I think that could be pretty significant for these larger companies might, might uh, prompt some companies to decide to move overseas because they want to pay as much in taxes, but we'll, we'll kind of see time will tell on that one. So those are the big changes of where taxes are going to increase for individuals, for investments, for corporations. Now let's talk about where they might decrease. Okay. Cause there are some areas that Biden said he wants to decrease taxes and these largely apply to lower income individuals as, as you would expect. Now there's two kind of camps here. There's the temporary ones and there's the permanent ones. Um, we'll start with the temporary ones here. So temporarily he wants to bump up the child tax credit and the dependent tax credit. These basically apply to individuals who have children or dependents that they care for. Uh, you get a, a credit for them. He wants to bump the child tax credit from $2,000 as it currently stands per child to $3,000 per child with a $600 uh, bonus if the child is under six years old. So um, that's, I mean, that's pretty much a, a net positive for anyone with kids. Uh, kids are expensive. So <laughs> getting a little bit more of a tax credit there would be, would be a win. And that would be fully refundable as opposed to right now where it's like partially refundable. So that's, that's what that, the dependent tax credit, he wants to bump that up as well. That's not as big of a tax credit as the child tax credit, but um, it is, it is still significant. So it'll, it'll apply to some people, but again, those are just kind of temporary changes um, to kind of deal with the current situation in the world. And then once we've kind of moved on a little bit, then those will, those will be dropped off. Now, the permanent stuff, the big one here is the child care tax credit. So this is different from the child tax credit. The child care tax credit applies to child care expenses. So if you're paying for daycare, if you're paying for uh, after school programs, whatever, like you get a credit for the expenses that you spend on that. And currently that's capped at $3,000 of expenses. Uh, Biden wants to raise that to $8,000, which again, net positive for someone with kids, kids are expensive, childcare is expensive. So um, that's, I mean, that if you've got kids, you're probably pretty happy about that. Also wants to reintroduce the first time home buyer credit of $15,000. This was originally introduced in the financial crisis um, when housing prices were just like pfft, falling down and we wanted to encourage people to buy houses. There, there's a $15,000, there was a $15,000 tax credit for first time home buyers. And so Biden wants to reintroduce that given the current state of the world which is whatever. Um, and then the last two, there's the, the earned income tax credit. He wants that to apply to uh, people without children that are over 65 years old. So currently does not apply to these people, but um, under, under Biden, it would potentially apply to those people. And then just more credits for renewable energy. Uh, this is pretty on brand with... Um, what, what he kind of stands for and fighting climate change and whatnot. So uh, all of that is, is, is pretty on brand. So as you can see, the, 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 the tax decreases don't really um, amount much to the tax increases. And, and that's because these proposals largely increase taxes rather than, rather than decrease them. So when he says he wants to kind of reverse a lot of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, I mean, it's pretty much what he's, what he's looking to do here. You know, it's, it's, it's not to reduce taxes more, it's to raise taxes. Now, the next thing you should do is click the subscribe button down below and check out this video over here where I break down how these changes and how Joe Biden's tax plan is likely to impact the economy as a whole, because there are some significant changes that this is going to make. And so this video over here is going to break that down for you. Have a wonderful day.